0: All right, welcome to episode 18 hey, hey. of the Beyond the Cubicle Podcast. I think I forgot to say this in the last few episodes, but I'm one of your hosts, Brian Montgomery. I'm the other one, Eric Kelly. And today's episode, we're talking about quality leadership. Dude. What are the qualities that make a great or good or great leader? <laughs> Hey man, man, this gonna take us all this time to dig that one. The whole thirty. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. As always, grab your pen and your paper. Sit back, but first, the intro. (laughs) All right, we are in. Episode 18, Beyond the Cubicle Podcast. Let's take care of a little bit of housekeeping first. As always, social media, catch us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at This Is BTC. Mm-hmm. You have some topics you want to suggest, hey, some conversations you've been having, um, advice that you need, stories you want to share, hit us up at the email podbtc at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. As always, big shout out to my hometown, Greenville, Mississippi, who plays the podcast on the local radio mm-hmm. every Thursday at 5 p.m. Hey, hey. All right. Um, I want to I wanna start something new real quick. Okay. So, you know, every week we talk about mindset and action, mm-hmm. and I'll get into our spiel right now. The podcast is dedicated to those two things, and those two things will help you progress and succeed in your career. Mindset in action. We do it by focusing on a four-letter acronym called PICE. Absolutely. P is for performance. Performance. You got to get something done. That's it. I
1: is for. That's the image that you have. Yep. E. E is for exposure. Who knows you and who knows you in a positive sense. S. Spirituality, nothing nothing that we say matters if you don't get that one. That's it.
0: So what I want to start doing, man, is kind of giving weekly tips, man, based on our experiences of the week or the past couple weeks cool. in between times that we record. Cool. Um and you know, and and maybe outside of the topics that might help somebody who's who's dealing with something else that we may not be discussing during the week. Yep. Yep. Um this week, <laughs> I have a tip. <laughs> Okay, what you got? Here's my tip: mindset and action. Right. Uh-huh, so if you're, uh-huh. if I recently took over some new responsibilities in the last few months, oh, right, whoa. and um, it's always a challenge when you're learning a different part of the business, uh-uh. right, whatever business you're in. If you're, if you're kind of thrust into a new role and you're learning a different segment or different part of the business, sometimes it's a little challenging. But sometimes we sit on that and we internalize that stress. And, mm. you know, we set the expectations that I can't tell my boss or my superior that I'm not doing well at this right now. Mm. But they see you. <laughs> they, already, <laughs>
1: they already know. <laughs> right. So, so here's
0: my tip. if you Find yourself struggling with some new responsibilities. Mm. Take on the mindset of, of uh, humility. It's okay. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's okay that you don't know it all. It's okay that you can't get it right away. Um, But my tip would be the action from that uh, is to to do two things. Communicate that, number one. Mm -hmm. Communicate that to your boss in a way Mm -hmm. that says, hey, you know, I'm kind of having a hard time grasping all this, but I'm trying. Right? And then the other tip would be put in some extra time. And learn it. Put in some extra time and learn it. It's like going back to school every time. Absolutely. Put in some extra time. So that's our weekly tip for the week. Sounds good, dude. All right. Topic, quality leadership. Oh, this is going to be a loaded one. You mean just because I want to be a boss doesn't mean that I'm a good leader? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And, you know, look, we crave power. Oh, that's real. Even the most humble of us crave power. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like let's let's just be real about that. But once you get it, there's a responsibility that comes along with it. Absolutely. And I've always, um, I've always tried to work on some of these qualities to prepare myself for a leadership role. And in, and in many ways, I've had small leadership roles, not necessarily in my career, mm-hmm. but you know whether we would be at church or um, you know when we would do, when I would do the plays and stuff like kind of leading there. But mm-hmm. you learn these things. Mm-hmm. So before we jump into some of these qualities though mm-hmm. you have a ton of experience <laughs> and and for those who haven't listened to some of the previous episodes like eric is basically a a corporate consultant who is typically tasked with going in and giving direction to executive leadership in many companies and training and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so he spends a lot of time with um, directors and CEOs and CFOs and such um, talking about these very things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I look to him a lot to um, just kind of prepare me mentally and in terms of quality on um, getting ready to become a leader. Mm-hmm. And so this episode, we're going to lean super heavy <laughs> <laughs> on his experience. And I'm sitting back and I'm learning stuff. So I'll be asking questions that I just, you know, that, that, that I want to know about too. So first one though, like based on all of your experience and you've had leadership roles in, in, in some very known companies and that mm-hmm. type of thing. So based on your experience, man, what makes a good leader? Well, let me set, let me set one up real quick. hmm The only reason
1: that an organization is going to put you in to a role of leadership, the only reason they're ever going to do it is because they feel like you are going to lead a team in the direction that they want you to go. Right. Nobody goes, oh, he's so great. He's so wonderful. She's so smart. She works so hard. Let's make her a leader. That doesn't happen. What they do is if you're a hard worker, if you get done the things they need you to get done, if you accomplish the goals they put in front of you, if you solve problems Mm -hmm. that they have, Mm -hmm. they say, man, we've got a a strategic thinker, we've got a critical thinker, we've got a leader here. Mm -hmm. Let's test them out to see if they can lead a team. Right. And if they can, let's see if they can lead a bigger team. And typically the Peter principle plays out You will uh, basically ascend to the highest level of your incompetence, and that will be where it (laughs)
0: stops.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that's just, that's life. That's life. So, leadership, a couple of things happen, and and we talked about a little bit. In order to be a good leader, you got to be humble. Okay. Okay. Have you ever seen, dude, and you know we have, you, and I can can use positions at churches that I've been in. Oh, gosh, yeah. There'll be a guy years ago, different church. I'm gonna tell you where it is, but different church, different city. Nobody that anybody knows. Uh, they made one guy mm-hmm. the head deacon, dude. This is a, this is a, this is the job, dude. <laughs> I might know The preacher show. doesn't yeah. have the power. It's the dude with the keys. Oh, so the head deacon, and we laugh because his wife never let him drive to church. He always sat on the passenger side. Get out of here. And she was very uh, uh, directive where he was supposed to stand, sit, and whatever. But, dude, they let him become the head deacon. Mm -hmm. And think about it. He couldn't drive to church. Mm -hmm. Um, His weekly job definitely wasn't one that thrust him into the limelight. Mm -hmm. But they made him head deacon. Mm. How do you think he treated everybody else in that room? That I won't use that terminology. So here's what it was. I mean, he came in, I'm smart, I'm this, I'm that, whatever. He needed that. His ego was so thirsty. Mm -hmm. Now, here's why humility, and I love this as a thought. Humility is so important. When your ego is that hungry as a leader, you're easily manipulated, and you will not hold on to that leadership power long. Mm -hmm. If I work for you and I see that your ego is hungry, Mm -hmm. and you're not humble, and you're proud, and you're puffed up, uh, I won't do it now because I think the, the, the my higher power would whisper to me, but you are more easily manipulated if you're not mm-hmm. humble. If you're proud and arrogant, you are covering up for an insecurity. We right. all know that. Right. So if you are a good leader, you're humble enough to say, I don't know everything. I can listen more. I need to be humble mm-hmm. because if you need to be puffed up and you need to be worshipped as the almighty czar of whatever this team is, you're gonna lose it. And somebody that's not scrupulous will work you like a nine to two thirty. That means they won't have to stay all day. And they'll push you
0: wherever they need you to go. Your <laughs> buttons like are 9 exposed. To 2 30. Man. <laughs> so Yeah. And, and and what I'm doing while I'm sitting here listening to you, um I'm I'm thinking about the 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 bosses that I've had. Oh yeah. My direct supervisors as well as just like the, the leadership hierarchy itself, right? I'm sitting here thinking, man, like, I'll be honest with you, dude. I have been ridiculously blessed oh. my entire career. And this is year, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say. <laughs> Cause, cause I'm, not, I'm not that old. You're but. T- yeah, but you're the are double digits now, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, I'm yes, in a double are, digits. Yes, so, yeah, it's like okay. year 14. Okay. Um, but I've been ridiculously blessed. I've only had one difficult manager in my entire career, and that was in year three of my career. Yeah. That was it. So everybody else, man, like I I I pick up some, some some attributes that I see from them that I feel have made them like a, a good a good leader. Awesome. Uh one of the things that I've seen is compassion. Oh. Um the people who I've seen that have compassion on the people that they work with and they work for them. Uh, and I mean like genuine compassion. You know what I mean? Um they're typically beloved. And people will kind of break their necks to make sure that, you know, the group or or the task succeeds, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, we refer to that as referent power. Okay. There's
1: positional power, uh-huh. and then there's referent power because I like you. Mm. Well, referent power is much stronger right. than positional power. Mm-hmm. They can say, Brian, I'm going to make you director of this uh, division, this unit here, and I'm going to give you these 18 people. Mm-hmm. And may hate you. Mm-hmm. You have no referent power. Right. They can make that a very short lived assignment. Gee, that's true. I've seen that too. However, there have been people, exactly. I, I work for a guy, trust me, he could ask me today to come find, you know, and I don't feel like going back into corporate that way, but if he asked me to come do something for him, I would consider it. Right. That's how cool he was. Because I know that he cared about me and had compassion on a real personal level. Right. So I think that's what gets people to really want to work for you. If everybody just did their job and you were a leader and they did everything just the way their job description put it and left at five o'clock or whenever the clock was over and went home, you'd lose your job. Mm -hmm. If you don't have somebody putting in more than, you know, what's absolutely necessary, Mm -hmm. you're not going to make the strides that your boss expects you to make as a leader. You're gonna need okay. people to do extra, yeah. and that's why the people. Think about the people you just mentioned. You had good bosses. Yep. Would you go the extra mile to help them? Absolutely. Okay, that's in their paycheck. <laughs> that's how they got paid. Huh? <laughs> how the- I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give. I'll, I'll give you another. Um, uh, Herb Kelleher was the CEO of Southwest Airlines. Southwest, yeah, I've heard his story
0: so many. He did a story. Yeah. He, he did a survey. It yeah. said,
1: how many of you guys would come in for a day and work for no pay? Dude, it was over two-thirds of their company. Yeah. Right they said we would work for a day with no pay. They took and calculated that out, and it was a millions and millions of dollars of goodwill that he had with his employees. That is- Now, if you want to talk about profitability, he had a couple of the smart things. He bought one plane style. Yeah. So all the parts fit all the parts of the other planes. He kept his prices. They're not as low as they used to be, but he kept Mm -hmm. his prices kind of low. He had fun with the folks. He had so much goodwill built into Mm -hmm. his people that people loved to go fly that airline. Right. Now, that's the brightness about what he was doing. So when you start to look at what makes a good leader, a good leader is somebody that makes you feel good about working on their team. Mm-hmm. You know, does somebody really want to work on your team? And that's a good leader. Yeah. What other attribute? Um, you've got to be persuasive and clear in your communications. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of uh uh leaders think that just because you tell somebody something that that's going to get done i need to persuade you why it's in your best interest right and that's lost a lot now my mom rest her soul she would tell us uh you need to do this or i'm bringing that belt or switch in Mm -hmm. and i understood it was in my best interest to do it but in the workplace uh we're not beating people well maybe we are sometimes but we're not beating people as much right um but I need you to understand that if you do this, why it is a good thing for you. And as a leader, I need to be persuasive in order to get that done. So persuasiveness. Persuasive and clarity around my communications, whatever I'm telling you or asking you to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, as a boss, mm-hmm. I never tell people what to do. Really? I always ask them. And here's how it works. My office is next to your office. Mine's is the bigger office. Okay, who probably gets paid more? Mm-hmm. Bigger office. Bigger office. Yeah. Okay, probably has the higher title. Yeah. Probably has control. Absolutely. I come next door to you. Rather than say, Brian, I want you to go do this. Here's what I'll do. I say, Brian, I need a favor. Can you help me out? Mm -hmm. And when I say, can you help me out? Now, I'm the boss. Are you likely to do it? Yeah. But what it sounded like was Pierce. Like, I need you. I need you. Right. You have value to me. Right. Your peers, mm-hmm. and in other words, I know that I have a room mm-hmm. that says you got to be here, but I need you as a coworker of mine to do something. Right. Can you help me? Right. And of course, you're going to say, "Sure, no
0: problem."
1: Totally different than, "Hey, uh, Bob, I need you to go over there and do this." You know
0: what? And, and now that you're saying that, you're I've never. I I don't think I ever paid attention to it, but they're smooth. Again, yeah. <laughs> You've been doing a lot of work for smooth yeah, people, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, But again, I guess that goes back to my comment. Like I've I've been blessed that I've only had yeah. one difficult difficult manager and all the other ones man like i i would rock for them they know this yeah man that's crazy they know this that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy absolutely like i said and and the ones that i would i would i would go the hardest for yeah um they're definitely humble they definitely have oh. compassion oh. um and, and they like, apparently they know how to be persuasive and work you to death <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely cuz you want to yeah absolutely excellent excellent leader um okay so more to the human side of them Okay. is, is something that you know, like I, I, I am striving for more and more every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think empathy, yes, is a big thing. Yeah, and it's
1: it's you know, we recently came through the floods here in yeah. Houston, right, right, right. Um, and you know, scary thing. I mean, I look at I look at how it was, dude. You know, so many people were just in so many bad situations because of the flood. Mm-hmm. And it was like we became human just for a few days. Yeah. If somebody could walk into work and say, I just lost my barn, I just lost my house or whatever. And man, there would be genuine empathy from people that were there, genuine caring. Absolutely. And a couple of companies that I was doing work for, man, they did outstanding things for their employees. And it builds a bond. It does. If I know you actually care, mm-hmm. now, you can't be my professional boss now. Right. At this point, dude, I just lost my house, man. It got flooded out. You said, dude, what can we do to help you, man? What's up with that? We are now humans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so to that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's an example. And I'm not saying that this happened. Okay. I'm um, I'm just saying, like, as as a as a way to illustrate yeah. that particular attribute that you just said, right? Right. So the floods happened and a bad boss oh. would be like, ah, man, you know, like, I'm sorry to hear that. Okay, um, check your PTO to see how much time you have and see how much time you can take off. <laughs> right? You ain't got no underwear. Right, right. How right. much time you got? You know what I'm saying? A good boss. Yeah. A good boss. Yeah. Would we, would be like you know what man? Yeah. Look, I understand we got corporate rules and guidelines on this vacation Straight and stuff, up. PTO. But it's like, look, man, look, whatever. Yeah. Look, we, we don't have to worry about you know uh, putting in time and all that. Take as much time as you need. Let's yep. not overdo it. Cause we still got, we still need you to get some work done. Yep. But just communicate with me. And let me know what's going on. Yep. That's a good boss.
1: And from that interaction, mm-hmm. I feel good
0: about you as a boss. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm almost feel indebted to you. Yeah.
1: At that point, we are so good. Let me flip side of that. Mm-hmm. Trillions of years ago, I worked in a community office, and there mm-hmm. was a uh, a lady that was a supervisor mm-hmm. of a group of ladies, and a lot of them were single moms, and they had kids, so there was always drama if you listened to what was going on. So think about this in context of, of a mother and a child this lady um uh, she went up to the supervisor she said um my baby i just got a call from my teacher my baby's at school sick mm-hmm. my baby's you know stomach's unsettled hurling whatever i need to go take care of my kid mm-hmm. The supervisor said uh personal things should be taken care of on personal time now, I want you to think about a bond, and this happens all over. Some it people, does. Some people listening to this have bosses that have done this. Yeah. <clears throat> now, you don't go to prison, so you don't physically <laughs> stab them with <laughs> the scissors or anything. But right. a bond between mama and the baby? Okay. Are you crazy?
0: No, sir. However,
1: this person, mm-hmm. very cold. Now, let me tell you what happened. That same day, <laughs> this supervisor's boyfriend called to break up with her. She flew out of the office. Hmm. So oftentimes the feeling of non empathy is towards the people that report to you.
0: Which is crazy because again, why are you in that particular role? Yeah. If you're if you're not trying to build and progress something. Well, paycheck. You know, Marcus Lamonis. The guy who does The Profit, one of my favorite TV shows. Good boy. Um, He has his three P's, Mm. right? People, product, and process. What's the first P? Mm -hmm. People. People. The one thing that I've I've gathered from watching that show for the last few years is, no matter what building he walks into, no matter what business industry he walks into, the first thing he focuses on is who are your people. Right, 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 and okay, you're the owner, maybe you're the only one running the business, okay, let me get to know you, yeah what are you what are you going through personally, yeah, what are your pain points? Yep. How can I help you, and this is a billionaire, right, you know what I mean, right, and so it's like if a billionaire can have that much empathy towards his fellow human beings, right, why can't why can't a shift supervisor or Uh, A finance manager Or HR manager Director or supervisor Have the same level of empathy Well let me kind of throw a twist in here Go A lot of it can be based on Difference in
1: personality styles Mm -hmm. Okay so personality does play a role Absolutely Okay Um, The difference in personality styles I'll use one I used one uh, for a couple of organizations A few weeks ago Mm -hmm. It's real cheap and dirty It's called DISC Uh, There's the driver Mm Mm-hmm Uh, then there is the intuitive, uh, salesperson, personality, live wire, whatever. Mm -hmm. Then there is the steady, uh, and the steady pretty much is the conservative. I want everybody to be okay as a team. And then there's the analytical. So it's D I S C. The D as a driver is focused on results. It does not mean that they are, they don't care about people, Mm -hmm. but their number one motivation in any Interaction is about results, okay Period so hey, did they get done? No, okay. They're very fast. It's about results They are perceived by many people in the organizations as jerks. They're not trying to be jerks. That's the way that they are They're that way in their personal lives. They're that way. That's how they live results right. results results next step the eye types tend to uh They're going to have fun. They're going to tell stories. They're going to make you laugh. They're going to, they're the salespeople and the teachers and, and, and the, the folks that get folks going steady, persuading and selling. Mm -hmm. Then your S's are your steadies. And this is the larger portion of folks to go to work. They want to do a good day's work for a good day's pay. They want people to feel good about where they work. They want them to feel steady in the place. They're the folks that enroll folks to make them feel like they're they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then your C's are your analyticals. They're very conscientious. They're looking at, uh, does this number line up with this number? Does that number line up? And by the way, in your field, because you're in finance, mm-hmm. you need people that are analytical. You need people that, that don't, mi- you know, if you give me a spreadsheet... If I'm close, this is a story. I hope he's not listening, but if he is, I worked for a VP at one time, Mm -hmm. and we were trying to balance the budget for a major corporation. So if you're out there, man, I love you, but I won't tell your name. And uh, we were trying to balance the budget, and we had stayed all night. Mm -hmm. And it was a few million dollars we were trying to do. Uh, We had stayed all night, and we got within $7. $7. He said, "That's close enough." Hey, Why are we gonna worry about
0: that? Not even a lie. That's that, that. That's how we roll, too. Yeah,
1: yeah. We got within seven dollars. <laughs> he said, "Man, he said I'm a VP. Seven bucks, I'm good." He said, "I'll throw seven bucks in the kitty." <laughs> now he wasn't a true, and he's MBA'd out. I mean, he's yeah. got all the degrees or whatever. He's not a true analytical. No. A true analytical conscientious? Right. Dude, we'd have found that $7. Yeah. Okay. So your personality type does set up a lot of your behaviors. So, so empathy, think about a driver yeah. and empathy. Yeah, this, it doesn't really line up with them then. Absolutely doesn't. Okay. And they're not trying to be mean. That's just who they are. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, You got to learn to collaborate and trust the people to work you are not all-knowing. <laughs> people think
0: they are. That, that that plays into humility, too, because yeah. in order to have a collaborative mindset, like, you have to be humble because that the first step in collaborating and saying, okay, I don't have all the knowledge or all the best ideas, and so I need other people to help on this particular task to make it the best that it could possibly be. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I've seen this in, uh, I was actually down in another state Mm -hmm. and I was talking to a minister there. Mm -hmm. He was in an organization and we were talking about uh, organizational politics. Mm -hmm. And he said, my leader never comes to ask anything from us about how to solve any of the problems
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because he had an experienced leader. An experienced leader had used some form of what he had learned in the past Mm -hmm. and he was doing okay. He said, but we really do have some Ideas that might make this easier.
0: Hmm.
1: Well ego once again, and that driver says, you know I don't need to hear from you, but the solution to a lot of their problems. They were understanding we're talking about ministers I'm not talking about you know the the corporate world as we do the grind Uh, Whoever their team leader was he he didn't feel like he needed to listen. Mm. Well, if you're not collaborative, you're working too hard why would you do all that work? And you had all these minds working for you. Why wouldn't you bring them in a room, suck their brains, drive ideas, and then let them go back oh,
0: out? Oh man. Okay. So <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to get myself in trouble. Right okay. Here. Okay. Recently, we we went through a transition at work, trans yeah. transformation, transition, or whatever. So some things that shifted around. We're like a lot, a lot of us are now working for uh, new management and that type of thing. Some of us are working for peers and that type of thing too, which is fine. Um, but something that I've heard complained about, and something that we've seen is uh managers holding on to tasks that could be used as a great tool for development mm-hmm. for their direct reports, right? Mm-hmm. But they hold on to them because here's one of the explanations. Well, I wanna figure it out for myself. Mm. Then, when it's ready, I'll pass it on. Mm-hmm.
1: Here's my best imperson- impersonation. Uh-huh. I'm trying to do a Darth Vader. <laughs> the control gene is wrong <laughs> right. with this one. <laughs> right. It, it's about control, man. Dude. It's about control. That bothers me. And the ego says, why do you control something if you thought somebody else could do it as well? Mm. Wouldn't you let it go? Do you really think you're so much better than everybody that reports to you? So is it about the credit? It's about no. It's about control. It's even beyond credit. Yes, they're going to take credit for it, but it's about the control. I have to control this. I've seen that in personal relationships, man. That's not just work. Somebody that has to be in control all the time.
0: Right. It's, and and so and I guess what I'm getting at is like piggybacking off of a collaborative mindset or collaboration with a boss right yep, yep. it's also the development part of it right? absolutely because if i i can collaborate with my peers on the same line as me me yes. and another manager another supervisor can collaborate on this this project it can be it can save the company money blah blah blah, blah. but i can also collaborate with my direct reports on a on a thing right yeah. and in the process of doing that i'm also possibly developing right And so another thing that I would add to a quality of a good leader is having a developing mindset. Uh, Spot on.
1: Spot on. That makes your job easier and better. I talked to a guy last week, pretty high up in the organization. He's an officer level. He says, uh, I just want to surround myself with smarter people than me so I can go home. I'm like, dude, you won. won." And I've I've watched him as he hires. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's straight
0: up. He hires awesome people. Uh, He enjoys his family. But that's that's also somebody who is confident enough to um, not be... The control gene. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're confident enough to not be afraid that somebody's coming for their spot as well which yeah. is probably another yeah. quality yeah. No, nobody's
1: coming for this guy's spot.
0: <laughs> having courage is probably another another quality you know what i mean yeah yeah well i think
1: um, that man. too and i'm gonna link that back to the spiritual thing that we talk about mm. man i've got to have that connection so that i don't do the dumb things to people right that cause me to fail as a leader right i gotta have that connection that all guidance
0: right. all right so so far here's what we've learned as a, a quick little recap uh Qualities of a good leader, Mm -hmm. being humble, having humility, Mm -hmm. right? The ability to say, I don't know at all. Uh, (laughs) Having compassion for those around you, right? Connecting on a human level. Absolutely. Uh, Having empathy, right? Which empathy and compassion are cousins, basically, Mm -hmm. right? They go go hand in hand. Uh, Being persuasive. To be a good leader, you have to be persuasive. You have to get everybody to to follow your lead, be on the same page. Yeah, for their own reasons. Yeah, for their own reasons. Right. Move in the same direction. Um, Clarity. Yeah. Yeah, having clarity. Clarity in your communications. You know, if if you're going to be persuasive, you have to be clear on what the intentions and the goals are. Yeah. You know, so that everybody understands where we're going. Um, Having a collaborative mindset. Yep. And off of having a collaborative mindset, um, having a developing mindset to develop those under you. I think one more thing we talked about that we probably haven't mentioned yet, it goes into all of this with clarity especially, but being a good listener. Mm.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Definitely on the know-it-all side, don't know so much that you don't listen to the people that report to you. Mm. Well, true listening
0: is exactly that.
1: Mm. You can learn something. My pop one day told me, he said, uh, you know, uh, you can learn something from a pig. If the pig is telling you something you
0: need, yeah. let the pig go, take the wisdom, and keep moving. All right. So a couple of rapid-fire things uh, before we get out of here on this episode. Mm. Qualities of a good leader, right? Yep. Um, can you be born a good leader? Some
1: people say you can. I still think it comes from your, uh, your nurture. I think
0: mm-hmm. you learn stuff as you grow up that right. you find effective, and you follow it. Yeah, I I think I don't think you can be born a yeah. good leader. I think what we're born with most of the time is certain personality types. Yes. And I think yes. depending on what that is, that may play into. There you go. But I I'm think with you. like I'm, I'm with you like 90, 95 to ninety seven percent of it is yeah. nurture. Yeah, we're gonna pick it up along the way. Um, if you're not in leadership. Mm what's okay here you go two things mm. for not in leadership how do I want how do I tell my 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 manager my direct supervisor whatever that I'm interested in a leadership role I think you just hit it man you, you, you go to your your boss you go to the person
1: in, that leads and say hey I would like to be in leadership can you help develop me not can you give mm. me the next promotion can you help develop me that just told me that you want that that you Understand that you need to learn something mm-hmm. so I don't give you credit for being arrogant like I should have the next promotion I'm like get out of here Um that automatically tells me you're not gonna get it, right, but when you say hey Can you help develop me to become a leader? Like, mm, this this person wants to learn and at that point they may give you a list of things to do and a list of things for you to think about That will help you decide whether or not you really want to become a leader. hmm
0: so then, right off of that, man, what are some things that you know people can do to uh, to start developing themselves? I think you start uh, going to
1: leadership classes. Okay. Uh, um, definitely start reading books on leadership. There's tons of stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, trillions of years ago, there's a book that's still not out of style called The One Minute Manager, oh, and yeah. it focuses so much on dealing with people. Uh, there's there's uh, one of my favorite books right now And people kind of blink It's called The 48 Laws of Power mm-hmm. uh, People have all kind of things to say about it But when I read it I can give you an instance For each of the examples that they put in there um, There's so many good books on leadership Yeah, I yeah. started reading
0: 48 Laws of Power About two years ago <laughs> And after I got through About the first four or five chapters It scared me <laughs> Not even gonna lie and <laughs> it's an awesome book. The, um, yeah, it's a, it, 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 woo, woo. the reason it scared me though is because it was just like it taps into this part of the human psyche. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a cheat code. It is. To <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cheat code to persuasiveness. Yes. And it was just like, oh my word! Yeah, but I kept reading. Yeah, you know, like just saying, <laughs> just, "Oh man!" Yeah. But yeah, I, I do like that. I, both of those books actually. Um, one of my old managers. Uh, he's 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 going back to Atlanta now, but he actually mentioned to me um, some time ago about the "One Minute Manager." Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Um, awesome book. And because he he said it was one thing that he read that helped him change his management style. Absolutely. You know. Um, Man, okay, so... I'll get one more book.
1: Go. Uh, you can Google it on, uh, on Amazon.com. Dot, uh, dot it's written by a guy I met named Eric Kelly. It's called Winning the Game. <laughs> I like that one. And it's got a lot of the same stuff that we're talking about here, the pies you're going to see in there, and a little more tidbits, a couple more stories. But, right. yeah, he's an okay guy on Tuesdays.
0: Yeah, and for the, for the record, this this I've read this book. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because he's my co-host and he's my mentor and he's sitting right here beside me. I've actually read the book. It's, it's it's a great book. Um, easy read. Yeah, easy read. Some personal stories in there, too, to help connect things. But it's a lot of the same stuff we talk about here on the podcast. Absolutely. So, uh, qualities of a good leader, man. Uh, I think we got another one in the books. I think we did it. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Share the podcast. Check us out and connect with us on social media. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. This is BTC. Um, hit us up at the email with stories, topic suggestions, comments, feedback. We want to hear from you. want to connect with you. Podbtc at gmail.com. All right. And as always, we'll check you in the next episode. <laughs>